Kai Davis returns this week with a bonus story that really cranks up the creepy. I'm Tim Mullen, and this is Your Haunted Life. So when I was a little preteen, I lived in a suburb of Buffalo, New York. And I lived with my grandparents and my parents in this bigger house where, you know, it's big enough where some kids will like call it a mansion, but it's not big enough where anyone who actually has a mansion would call it a mansion, that sort of deal. So this house had, I would say three main stories and then uh, essentially two stories of basement. And in the basement, it had a very extensive rec room. It had a full bar. And the word on the street, the story goes that this house was built for a Buffalo Mafia bigwig. Okay. I'm guessing that the bigness of the wig is a reflection of colorful storytelling, but it's conceivable that, you know, somebody in Buffalo organized crime had this house built for them. It certainly was designed for entertaining. Right. So when my grandparents lived there, it was not used for entertaining. And the, the basement was essentially filled with cobwebs and like expired canned goods. Uh, okay. Yeah. So when I lived there, I was in the second upper story. So I was at least five stories away from the dark, the deepest part of the basement. Um, And so I would dream that there was something down in the basement, down in the deepest part of the basement. And it would come up and it would be calling. And it's almost like you could get a sense of the progression up from the deepest part of the basement up the stairs to where you could go to the garage, that sub-secondary basement, then up the stairs more, up through the kitchen, up through the kitchen, through the foyer, up another set of stairs, progressing closer and closer, calling out with a feeling of, I'm so sad and so lonely, where are you? Coming up the stairs, going past the bedrooms of my parents and of my grandparents, coming up the stairs again to where I was in the highest part of the house. And in the dream, I would feel bad for it and I would follow it down. And really, I couldn't see anything. Uh, I couldn't see a creature. I was just kind of following the sense of it, following the feeling of it back down down past where all my family was, down where the house was quiet and empty, and then down, down to the basement, to that first layer of basement. And then it would call out more, like, come deeper, come deeper, and I would go down further. And it then at that point in the dream, I saw what it was, this sort of black, hunched shadow figure down in the deepest part of the basement. So I would go down to the deepest part of the basement from where, you know, kind of near where the bar was, but also near where all the plumbing and, you know, the hot water tank is. And then um, it would ask me to come even further down. So out of the physical house 
into like another realm where you had to like essentially crawl through the wall into this thing's lair. At that point is where the dream started to become scary. Right. <laughs> um, and um, that's the point where I would wake up. Uh, that moment of, oh, I don't, I don't actually want to follow this thing anymore. It doesn't sound so sad and lonely anymore. Mm-hmm. Now, where this goes from a not okay dream to a more paranormal experience is, it turns out my dad had had the same exact dream. Mm-hmm. And so my dad, um, you know, I don't know if he would go so far to say as he's a, a psychic, but he definitely thinks he can tell when someone's going to die. Um, he can lay on hands and heal. These are things he believes. So he's like, you know what? Uh, I'm going to entertain this thing. It's probably missing all the parties from the mafia days. And so he's like, you know what? Every so often I go down to the bar in the second layer of the basement and I hang out with it and I just sit there and I talk with it. I'm like, good for you. Um, That doesn't seem like a great idea, but power to you. Did his dream have the same emotional components as yours? Because that that seems like a weird choice to me too. (laughs) I don't think it had the same emotional components. Okay. my dad is also, you know, machismo. I'm big man. No okay. feel fear. Fear feel only hunger and anger and horniness because I am man. That kind of dude, you know? Yeah. But yeah, so to regroup, uh, my dad and I both had dreams about a sat- shadow creature. My sense was this was probably not something you want to entertain. His, his stance was, I'm literally going to hang out with this guy. And so he actually would go down and um, he didn't give many details, but it does seem like he had contact with this, with this spirit. I myself had direct contact with the spirit years later um, when it was just my grandparents and I living in the house. And so my grandmother was having a hard time and she was emotionally upset. And so her emotions seem to upset the entity in the basement. And so I could sort of feel it doing the same sort of thing from the dream, the come down here, come down here, I'm all alone, poor me, poor me. And I did go down, not because, you know, I wanted to make that decision, but because I needed to do my laundry. Um, And so I went downstairs and I could feel it almost drawing at me like it wanted to get its shadow fingers into me and feed off of me and my own upset. And you know that feeling when you enter a room and say maybe someone's just been having an argument and the air almost feels heavy. And that same feeling from my grandmother's upset was also very strong in the basement. And it's almost like this thing was feeding off of that emotion and pulling it down. So when I went down there, it 
was probably the most aggressive I've ever experienced. And I could feel it. It almost felt like an attack. Not that I was being touched, but it was drawing off my energy and making me feel horrible. And um, so I basically visualized my own strength as a person, as a human who's in the physical realm and the spiritual thing that's coming for me. Like, oh, I have, I have, this is my turf. This is physical plane advantage, um, but also strength and confidence in my own mental strength. I lashed out at it and I pushed back at it um, and I drove it off. And after that point, it was less apparent to me in the house. I couldn't feel it as strongly as I had before, but it, it certainly was still there. Well, more importantly, uh, in standing up to that creature, to that feeling and that event, I've become a lot less afraid. Where essentially, you know, if I get a feeling of a maybe a spirit or just, you know, a bad vibe, in a place, I'm not mortified by it. I can be more curious about it. And so maybe I will be that person one day, like, like, hey, let's hang out with old spooky Joe in the basement. But uh, I'm not quite there yet. So you kind of found your power and that allows you to be curious, um, more cautious instead of frozen. Right. You know, and essentially that experience reinforced my confidence in myself, where it's like, okay, you know, with shared experiences with the same entity, my stance on it was, this is not good. I don't think it's the ghost of somebody who misses the party. I think this is a, a non-human spirit that is here for whatever reason, because it's doing the horror movie thing and calling me downstairs I don't think it's good and you know if you if you get that bad vibe if you get that impression whether it's from a empty room a, a shadow creature or just you know your co-worker Ted um, you should follow that feeling yes absolutely any closing statements um, for people that are afraid of ghosts I think the most important thing to remember is that you're not powerless against them. And if you don't feel comfortable and there's a spirit that's making you feel uncomfortable, express it, say it to the spirit, talk to it like it's right there. Um, you know what I'm saying? Get up out my house. I don't want you here. You're not welcome here. And this is my house, you know? that can be incredibly effective. And you can consider it like a, a verbal version of smudging with sage to just assert yourself to a spirit. And even, even if you are in the rare occurrence where you're with an entity that has some sort of power and does pose some sort of threat to you, the biggest threat that it will pose is emotional in nature. And once you get yourself out of that situation, your emotions will come back to where they were before. So 
it's totally okay to be afraid of ghosts, but you don't actually have to be afraid of them. Thank you so much. Oh, it's my pleasure.